All right, you got the picture? Good. Everybody get back to work. All right, so we're actually recording now. All right, so, uh, welcome. I don't, I remember my, I thought I had a good ass intro last time too. Oh, welcome yeah. back to, uh, sorry. Welcome back to From Beyond Half Court, a show where we don't just talk about basketball because we're talking about football today. That didn't really come out the way I wanted it to, but it's going to work for the intro today. All right. How you guys doing? But today we're just going to be, uh, today is Friday film day for us. So we're going to be covering, me and Darren will be covering Cooper Cup. Um, I don't know. I just really like Cooper Cup. Uh, he should have won the MVP in the NFL this year, in my opinion. He won the Triple Crown. So I just thought it'd be a fun receiver to cover. He's a really great route runner. Uh, he actually won Darren a fantasy league. So, yeah, I just he wanted did. to do him. Once again, there was a lot more players and things that happened to help me win this fantasy league. But I appreciate Cooper Cup, most definitely. Uh, but uh, since we messed up our last recording, uh, let's just get straight up into this uh, right away. All right. Uh, so, once again, like I said, uh, Sean McVay does a great job of using Cooper Cup. Uh, especially in a slot. Great weapon for Matthew Stafford. You want to keep him closer to the quarterback. Most of these plays are going to be Cooper Cup in the slot. Uh, another thing I like about Cooper Cup that he doesn't get much love for, especially obviously for fantasy, this doesn't count, uh, his blocks. He does a great job going up and sacrificing his body for uh, against DBs and linebackers. I think that really contributes to their running game and their uh, catch run after, run after the catch with their other receivers. Um, but yeah, they put them in perfect position most of the time. If you want, we can go ahead and run this real quick. Defense, for some reason. I don't understand why they would do that. Uh, but this is just one of those, you're expecting him to break down in a route. You can tell by the way the uh, corner kind of reached out for uh, Cooper Cup. But uh, he just couldn't catch him because Cooper Cup's a surprisingly really good athlete and very, athlete and very quick. That he just ran right past him and split the double, split the uh, and dude was pretty much lost at that at that point. There's nothing he could do. Uh, also, he's kind of set up. He shouldn't be playing this close to Cooper Cup. He should give him another two, three yards off of him. Uh, I, and that's just my opinion. I don't know the yard, the down and distance right here, but I think he should give him two, three more yards just so. Uh, you can read his open up if he does open up. If he's running right past you, the safeties are supposed to help that. But you are a man, and you do need to stay with Cooper Cup. But go ahead and run it one more time. Four-man rush. Yeah, every, this it's a basic man defense across the board. And, and Cooper Cup in the slot is a, a cheat code. We can go to the next play. Right here, uh, like I said, this is a zero blitz, it looks like. And I think, like, I, in the last play, I said the, the DB needed to play a little bit further off of Cooper Cup. This is where I'm like, they're just playing a little bit too far off of him. You have him, you're, what, less than 15, 13 yards back, 12 yards back off of Cooper Cup. That's just too much time. It's a, it's Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback. He's going to read this blitz coming. He's one of the best at reading the blitz, especially. The second he read this blitz, he knows who to get this ball to. It's coming straight out, and I think it's, it's designed. this play is designed for Cooper Cut. 
especially with those DBs all staying that far back, you got plenty of time for these receivers to come up to the next level and make that make those blocks. Now, here's the thing. That safety actually comes down and makes a good Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is... Yeah, hold on, Darren. You're in the internet. Yeah. Up. Just a second. I think this... this huh? Uh, it, you kind of went out for there for a second. I said, just give it a second and just repeat what you just said. Um, yeah, I mean, we can run it. We good. I kind of forgot what I just said. Talking too fast. All right. But it's man coverage. Uh, and you don't you can go ahead and run it. He makes two to three, two people miss right there. And that's just, it speaks to his toughness, man. It speaks to how bad he wants, he wants it. And I think that's something that you can't really, you, you can only, that only comes up on, come up on winning a triple crown, for example. That is a film play where you can make people miss. You're making the safeties miss. You're making the DBs miss. And you're going to go get those yards. That's, that's just pure toughness at the wide receiver, wide receiver position. Run it one more time, and then we can go to the next one. Playing too far off. Uh, I understand it's your defense, but that's why makes that's what makes Sean McVay such a good offensive coach. I'm trying to remember this play. My fault. Um, we can run it real quick. Once again, keep the Cooper Cop in the. Cooping, uh, keeping Cooper Cup in the slot. Try saving that. Try saying that five times fast. It's just too. It's too much. Um, once again, it's another mess. It's just another man. Um, they come out in a mess at anyway, where you see everybody's lined up across them, across the board, and the safety in this DB needs to stay on, and the safety in the corner that's guarding Cooper Cup needs to stay on the same. Wavelength. Now we can go ahead and run this. All right. No, this is. All right. I'm a little bit confused by what defense is. Either it's a cover two, but this safety on the backside or the corner on the backside next to Cooper Cup stays with this man all the way downfield, and it kind of opens up everything else. Once Cooper Cup missed, like leaves, and he leaves, I don't know if this is just a breakdown in defense, or or exactly what happens here. I think this is a cover two, and a. It's an interesting cover, too. I'll tell you that, if not cover three. But he finds this hole in this zone extremely quick. He, this is just, I know my route is this kind of wheel-looking route, right? Get out to the corner. It's not really a corner route. You can't really call it that by how he bends it up. Uh, this, like I said, that corner has his back turned. He doesn't even see what's going on on that, on the other side of the numbers. So Cooper Cubs just to fly up the field. and. Matthew Stafford already see Matthew Stafford sees it before Cooper Cup has what two yards of separation. The ball's already out, yeah. so Matthew Stafford knows what defense they're in, and just 
burns them right here. Just burns them. I believe the Colts won this game, but this is a burn play. Also, what I noticed on the re on the rewatch is he went Van Jefferson first. He looked at Van Jefferson first, immediately saw that was an open, immediately sw swipped his body around and got the Cooper Cup and, and, and threw the ball. At that point, he must have automatically – he knew that that safety wasn't going to get there because he has to worry about Van Jefferson. The second you – because – You're talking about this? I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what's going on with that corner. But if he wasn't following him or even if he is following him, man, that – that safety up top right here has to worry about anything coming across the middle before he has to worry about Cooper Cut. That's why I'm saying there's there's something wrong with this defense. Something dramatically bad happened. Or once again, this is a great play call on the offensive side. Just big yardage, man. And once again, bro, just wanting wanting it more, just wanting it more than other receivers. That's just that's that's what you see in a lot of his play. Every play that you see is he wanted it more than the guy next to him. I don't care if he's blocking. I don't care if he's route running. I don't care if he's catching the ball. I don't care what he did. On, I don't care if he's coming out the backfield, which is, we probably should have got some of those plays too. Uh, but yeah, we can go ahead. I'm sorry. How many more we got? Uh, I think we only got two. Okay. This is once again just final and having somebody else right next to you that can take off the top of the defense. Uh, I, I think he's coming from the outside who's just speeding past. I don't know who this is out there. I think it's probably Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson, especially at the beginning of the season, I know this was probably week three, week four, and they played Tampa Bay at home. Um, Van Jefferson at the beginning of the season was blowing the top off of every defense. He had some big plays downfield, but he was blowing the top off the defense. So when these two stays with him, first off, Tampa Bay's secondary wasn't great this year. They're, they weren't great in their Super Bowl run. They were good, but their front seven is where they make their their Money. crumbs of their defense. Yeah. So when you see Van Jefferson, these two guys shouldn't stay, shouldn't stay with Van Jefferson. I don't know what's going on in most of these plays that we picked, but – there's somebody should be taking the backside numbers. So I run this one more time. Van Jefferson just flies up the field and clears everything out for Cooper Cup. This, yeah, it's a cover three. Yeah, it's a cover three that just clears out everything for Cooper Cup for big yardage. Find a hole in the zone. We got one more after this. Yep. You want to go to it? Yeah, we can go to it. The weapons around Cooper Cup are also something that makes Cooper Cup extremely good as well. The run game, the play action game, the Odell and his him catch him catching after ball after his running after catch. Excuse me. Uh, Higby, he's a chain mover. So all these weapons, Robert Woods, extremely good. Van Jefferson's a flyer. So it's just there's a lot of weapons around him, and Matthew Stafford's just creaming the crop. For a quarterback for him, uh, no disrespect to Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff is really good. I just think the Matthew Stafford's arm talent is legendary. It's really legendary. To be honest with you. All right, so this is the last play, right? Yep. 
All right. So um, once again, like I said uh, earlier, the only team that I saw do a good job versus Cooper Cup this year, and they only did it once out of the three times they played, uh, was Arizona Cardinals. I think they did a good job covering, or at least trying to stop him, making it a little bit more difficult for Matthew Stafford to deliver the ball to him. But in this play right here, you're going to see that Sean McVay pretty much knows, hey, let's put this guy in motion. Let's line him up everywhere. Like I said, he lined up in the backfield this year. So they put him in motion to see if they're a man. Now, one of the uh, DBs do move over with Cooper Cup a little bit, but they don't stay with him as he cuts across the formation. And that leaves you to know that there was a it was a backside, like a cover three. You can see that they're in a cover three or a cover one. And if it's cover one, then there will be a man. Somebody should have went with him over the formation. Uh, but in this fact that everybody just drops back, it, you know that the Cooper Cup should be wide open in the flats. So if you want to go ahead and run it real quick. And he knows to get the ball there as soon as possible. Uh, also, the play action is also supposed to suck up the um, the linebackers. So they're not supposed to go to the flats on that play. The second they see that run, it's supposed to suck them up a little bit more and leave the flats open. And like I said, it's a cover three where this, both the corners are dropping back and the safety's already back. So if you got to worry about that much and you got the linebackers coming up, this is Sean McVay's play calling right here. This is just pure great play calling. Uh, they got to stop the run. So five of four people are already rushing them. They brought a linebacker with it. It's cover three. These two linebackers, as good as probably Isaiah Simmons and um, can't remember the other linebacker off the top of my head. Um, but the second Matthew Stafford sees it. A second that this corner, that backside, turns his back, other two receivers running his way because that's big yardage as well. And not only that, Matthew Stafford is really good at um. The no look pass. So he can be looking at these two receivers right here and then at the last second decide to just toss it to Cooper Cup. And that could definitely been one of the things right here. And you could say that um you could have hit him for big yardage downfield with those two defenders. They kind of look like they was going to get open with the people leaning their side, but Cooper Cup wide open in the flats. I don't know how you don't take that. Come back on second down and get it with the run game. Uh, but I think that was all our plays for Cooper, Cooper Cup this year. Like uh, Rob said, I thought that he should have won MVP, uh, triple crown winner. And he's the biggest reason that their team was winning the games this year, in my opinion. I think the defense was really good, obviously, that Aaron Donald and all of them. But I think in and out game, game Cooper Cup was a difference. And that's just my opinion. I think that's Rob's opinion as well. Um, I, could, I don't want to speak for Rob, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, that's definitely my opinion. But who they give it to? They gave it to Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. Which is not yeah, he deserved not a bad choice, but he deserved I, it more though. Cooper Cup didn't miss a game. Aaron Rodgers missed the Kansas City Chiefs game with COVID. I know you're not supposed to put that against them. Give me one second. I'm gonna grab.
<laughs> My fault. You're fine. Give me like two seconds. I'm ready when you are. Ooh. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. So our next segment of the show today is um, I'm going to show Darren some Islam Makashev footage. Uh, if you guys remember from yesterday's show, episode four, uh, I'll show Darren a little bit of Bobby Green to give you just to give people a little bit of a reminder of Bobby Green. Keeps his hands down. Uh, a lot of head movement makes you miss. Hit you with some fast shots, get out of there, and reset. Islam is a complete opposite. Islam is take you down, beat you up. But what makes Islam special, in my opinion, is I think he has a little bit better striking than Khabib, and he's a little bit more technical than Khabib, which, in my opinion, makes him a little bit more scarier than Khabib. So, Khabib's Muller. Yes, definitely. And uh, when you have Khabib in your corner, yeah, that that's kind of a cheat code as well. Uh, it, that's cheating as well. So you think you think he's gonna be at the fight? Yeah, probably more than likely. They're like, I'm pretty sure they're they're like really close. They're like they have like a really tight knit culture over there. Yeah. So all of them are like really close. That's good. I I think that's always good for fighters. Uh, a lot of Mexican uh, boxers, they're kind of the same way. They got a lot of. Uh, Camaraderie, I would say. That's yeah. that's the right word. Yeah. All right, so let's just get into it. I'm gonna show you some highlights, and let's just get straight into it. Mm. Mm. Um, also, uh, Islam only has one loss on his record. Oh, shit. They showed it right away. He got knocked out really quick. Like, when he, like at the beginning of his UFC career, he got knocked yeah. out. That, um, that's an interesting knockout because you could tell he was out, but at the same time, he kind of seemed kind of responsive. He looked like he was going to kind of bounce back a little bit quickly. But he was out, definitely. I don't blame Brett for stopping the fight. Oh, God. you see that trip? Yeah. And these dudes wrestling again is just it's 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 next level. He gets he got out of it. So here's the thing, bro. I I have this thing about uh going for guillotines when you're on bottom. The thing is, if you're the bottom fighter and you go for a guillotine and you don't get it. You're screwed because now you're on bottom and you have like basically like, I don't want to say no way of getting up, but you just kind of wasted a ton of energy squeezing for a guillotine. And you're just, I don't think it's just a waste of energy in the long run for a submission that doesn't work that often. 
you think coming into this fight, he's going to be spending a lot of time on Leia. That's kind of... It's easy to say when when you're not the person fighting, I feel like. Definitely. Down there, when you're going up against these guys, it's kind of do what you got to do. But I will say, um, yeah, ever since that guillotine, he might have had one opportunity to get out of it. And it looks similar to this, but he's like, like I said, bro, he's like a him make the be, bro. Like, man, get him out, bro. Come off you. Damn. See, he worked his way back up. He actually had a good position on the cage. He still was able to get the trip and get him back down. Come right back. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, he just, he keeps. This might just be about controlling. We're trying to make it to the next round or anything. Honestly, Darren, it's, it's, it's not a crazy way to fight, if you think about it. Because as long as you're on top, you're winning the fight. If you have yeah. top control, you're winning the fight. So if you're just laying in top control for five minutes, that's a win. You won the round. So it's not a crazy way if you get a person down just to hold them there. Can we see his uh, record after this? Uh, his uh, actual, like, legitimately, like, TKO's yeah. uh, commissions and all that, how he wins. He is a wrestler, though, dog. He, he's good at striking. I'm not trying to downgrade his striking. Him and Khabib are just different wrestlers. They're just different. From what I've seen in the UFC, they're just different. They're dominant. And another thing about these uh, Dagestanis, this, the, 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 um, the cage is supposed to help the bottom fire get, get, like, uh, get up. It's supposed to help them get up. So usually the bottom fighters want to be against the cage because they can get their back against it and help them scoot up. They help them get up. The way Khabib and Islam use the cage, they use the cage against their opponents. Yeah. They're really good. Because if you notice, uh, Khabib and Islam always try to get their opponents to the cage and they use the cage as like a, as like a, I don't want to say another limb, but like a, like a wall to trap them. And they're just really good at it. It's like it's definitely next level wrestling. All right, stay on your feet, with him. Oh, your front leg was Jack Lentz. Stop wrestling. That's the only thing I could tell you, bro. That different, man. They are different. I'm trying to tell y'all, them boys are different at wrestling. Their whole body is just connected to the fight. Like, other people, like, I've just never seen before, man. Remember Jared was telling you about Neon Body and how you just slip it over? Mm -hmm. That's it, man. And it's different, too. Because you got to think, regular jiu-jitsu... For the most part, doesn't have uh, strikes in it. So, it's it's one thing you're trying to get for go to for a position and you just get punched in your face. Yeah. He he won this fight going away. I know we're just looking at highlights for the most part, but he won this fight. It was decided pretty much halfway into the first uh, round. But yeah. He definitely um he did his thing. Um 
I think the only difference that I see in him and Kabir, no, I don't even see that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of excited about this fight now. Uh, but I, do, I, I don't know. Bobby's going to have to keep stay up with this dude, bro. Stay up. Just oh, stay up with to. him. He has to. He's going to need to stay up and stay moving. Like, stay moving around the cage so you can't get to him. The, the, yeah. what's, what, what's really going to hurt, though, is I think what's really good against wrestlers is going for um, – hold on. Let me Let me fix this real quick. I was like, why the hell can I see myself? There we go. What's really good about uh what's a really good thing that I like that that should you should attack wrestlers with is uh kickboxers should do with is uh leg kicks. Tear up their legs. But the thing about leg kicks are uh you're kind of giving the 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 wrestler your leg. So even though you might land it, if they catch your leg, that's a takedown. They can get a takedown off that. Yeah. And now you only you're easily put you off balance to get the takedown. So you got to be very careful about those leg kicks. So this is going to be an, in my opinion going to be an extremely tough fight for Bobby. He can uh the one thing I will say about him is that cuz he keeps his hands down maybe he can fight off a little bit more of those takedowns but hopefully. Yeah, that's, that's the, the only, only that's the only thing I can think of honestly. Cuz you keep your hands down maybe he's just bringing the sprawl but I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know Bobby Green's record versus wrestlers. Like people are more wrestling than anything. Uh, let me show you one more. I kind of want to show you something recent, but I guess this will work. I'm so scared. This is recent enough. This is like what six months ago. Uh, this is like a whole bunch of shit though. Okay, got you, my fault. 2031. <laughs> I, I noticed that too, bro. I had to pause it real quick. I was like, is that, that's not right. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Damn that. That was too quick. He actually did a good job defending it, though. He did. Still made his way over to the cage. Trip. Yeah, and that's the exact right. same trip we saw in that first fight, right? Remember? Yeah, they they really used the defense as like the. This is not your tool; it's my tool. Yeah, thank you for your leg. Thank you for your leg. It's a stopping point. Like I know, I know your legs are gonna stop here. Okay, now I can focus on grabbing that, getting that leg. I will say though, if we don't see Khabib fight again, I am happy that we got somebody that mirrors his style a lot that we can continue to fight. That we can see continue to fight. And and if people if people want to see that he's the best lightweight in the world right now, just and not saying he's a champion, but he's the best lightweight in the world right now. Because of his wrestling, and he's a he's a better striker. You can, I don't I can't blame him for that. I really can't blame him for that. He still has to keep winning so he can get his title shot. But homie, homies are truth. Wasn't that long? Sheesh. Yeah. Um. I got respect for him. I'm excited for the fight. At least I'm excited for the performance that he may put on. All right. Can we see his uh, record real quick before we get out? 
We didn't see his record. Uh, 23 and 1. 21 and 1. EKOs, do we say? 3. No. no submissions. 10. Am I not seeing this right then? Oh. Oh, his losses. I was looking on losses. It's like my fault. Decisions. Yeah. yeah he just does his thing. Hmm. All right. We can wrap up. All right. Thank you guys for checking out episode five of From Half Court, where we don't just talk about basketball, even though that's the name of the show. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you guys next week. We're going to try to do this every single uh, day. And, well, we're going to try. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But we'll like see you guys next week. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Make sure you guys check out our Instagram. All that stuff is in the description down below. Peace out. See y'all next week. Peace. Y'all stay up.